Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to share something with you that I had to come to the realization one time. And even in the reinvention of myself right now, I've had to come to that. And I want to share it with you today. Give it to you. I want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life. And I want you to be aware of it. Here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because People have a tendency to once they make a decision about something or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice, they don't listen to counsel, they just, I made the decision, I'm going to do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything going right in that decision. 
if you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch, and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know, you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. You cannot grow and never change. I'm sorry, it's, it's like from the time you were born, you are constantly growing, but in that growth, have you not noticed you have constantly changed? The more you know, uh-oh, listen to this, the more you know, the older you look. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. But there is no growth without change. And I have found this to be true and the case. The more you know, the older you look. Now you can do drugs and 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 kill both them theories. Cause you can do drugs and not know nothing and look real old. So you you know, there's a way around it. But I'm talking about if you're spending your life trying to make something out yourself. There is no growth without change. You cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. So don't get stuck on yourself because you could be wrong, you know. If you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life, could it be the wrong direction? If you're climbing and you're making no headway, could it be the wrong direction? Could you have possibly made the wrong choice? Don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to let yourself off the hook. It's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? You, you, have you ever met somebody you talk to, they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man. They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is the, I, I know people like that, stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this, though. You're not taking me on that trip, though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop the way. Okay, listen to this person. This person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what? You know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If you, if your Chevy break, don't you take it to Chevy? You don't take your Ford when it break down to a Toyota dealership. They not gonna know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? 
because they're not the maker of it. So now, why are you letting you letting your life being led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts. I wish the nerve of me because I know for a fact that there is no way that I could have manufactured the life that I have. I could not even have thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un... Uh, and I, I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that, I, that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment you go to him and let him show you that gift, and then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up, some supernatural, the, the, man, the rewards of my life, the awards of my life, the accomplishments, the how I'm working, the how I manage it all, all that ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. You can't even explain this schedule to people. Sometimes when people ask me, Steve, how do you do it? I go, well, this is what I manage my time. Then at the end of when I get through, I say, hey, man, you know what I need to tell y'all for real? It's God. I, I don't really know. But I'm letting him manage me, so he handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, turn your radio up real loud because it's about to get ignorant up in here. I mean stupid. I mean foolish. I mean just downright stupidity. That's right. That's four Ps. Stupidity. That's what it is. That's what we're doing. This is the voice of the one and only, Nephew Tommy, holding it down. And you cannot hold it down by yourself, so let's just go down the roster. Carla Farrell, what it do, baby? What's, what's happening, T-Miles? I thought my mic wasn't on. I'm looking all it around It sounds like your mic ain't on. Get up on it. Get up on it. Get up on it. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all <laughs> Get up like on this. Get up on this. Hey. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Nephew. What it do, baby girl? And, uh, of course, Junior Boy. Morning, everybody. What's up, T? Mm, and we got a special guest sitting in with us this morning, yes. holding it down. 
He's straight ignorant. He's yeah. straight stupid. He is a comedian's comedian. Lord have mercy. Right in. Anybody in the house know about the quake? We do. The one I and mean, only. Really? Yeah, Earthquake is in the building, baby. Yeah, Thank yeah. you there, light skin. Thank you. I thought y'all had put me out the family. I, know, I, I haven't been here so long. I said, what did I do? Did I, <laughs> did I come to a family reunion and didn't bring nothing and took something with me? I got blackballed. Uh, uh, we with you, baby. We still love you. Treat me like a Trump supporter. <laughs> can't come in here. Don't can't come. Won't say nothing to me. Like, Welcome back, Quake. Thank you, baby. I know it was the light-skinned dude down in that big house down there saying don't let the other brother. Yeah, the Chateau. No. Yes. It wasn't me, man. You know I love you. You I love you, Quake. We see each other on we see each other on the road. That's when me and Quake see each other. Man, picking oh, up them bags. <laughs> you Flagging on the show? Them. I ain't know you was on the show. When you going? Before you? <laughs> yes, I am. Before you. No bad. Huh? Do not follow every, Quake. Man, every comedian always wants to go before Quake because guess what? You want to be able to stand on the side of the stage and just watch Quake work because yeah, he's a comedian's up. comedian. And, and what is it about, from another comedian's perspective, Tell what is it about Quake that makes him so Quake? You know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, so his, it's his rhythm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, his cadence? Yes. His cadence, that's what it is. It's rapid yes. fire delivery. It's rapid man. fire. It's, yeah. it, it's cold. You just want to sit there and you just want to watch it. I'm talking about, it don't matter who it is, y'all. Uh-huh. Other great comedians want to watch. Sad will sit there and watch. Oh, yeah. It's quite. Yeah. It's quite. You know if Steve, if Uncle Steve is there, he going to sit there. I got to go see Quake. Yeah. Quake out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know and what Quake too? be out there. Pay, he be pacing back and forth. Yes. Paul. We yes. roofers. We yes. roofers. What are you going so fast for? <laughs> But, yeah, he just tells, I mean, he just talks about things that you never would talk about. His perspective is different His perspective. from anyone hey, I've ever heard. Anybody that can come up with the joke, I would like to watch my wedding video in reverse. <laughs> I like to watch my take that ring back off that pepper finger. <laughs> Walking back down that aisle, getting back in the limo, back at the bachelor party, having a good time. Talking about, look how happy I was. <laughs> And we'll be back uh, coming up at 32 after the hour. Quake is here all morning. We're going to talk about, uh, we have a lot to discuss, some sad, sad news coming out of right. Hollywood. we yes. got to talk about that. John Singleton, uh, director extraordinaire, uh, has passed away. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, as we mentioned, the fabulous earthquake is yes, in is. the building. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All morning. What a treat for us, huh? Yes. Yeah. I'm coming yeah. back to here. I'm coming back. Yeah. Y'all yeah. put me out. I'm coming back. Well, you were busy on, on the road and all of that, Quake. You know that. But um, John Singleton, yes. um, uh. I mean, just, you know, I mean, right there, his name, you know, evokes all kinds of emotions from us. He was mm. the first African-American uh, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director. Mm. Uh, he was the youngest. And uh, his career spanned nearly three decades in Hollywood, and he was only 51. He started so young. Um, wow. he, yeah. Uh, he passed away yesterday. Uh, John suffered a massive stroke. Twelve days, just 12 days after returning from Costa Rica, John Singleton directed Boys in the Hood. He directed Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Four Brothers, Too Fast, Too Furious. He produced... Hustle and Flow. He co-created the FX hit series, which I love, Snowfall. 
mm-hmm. and and directed episodes of a uh, People versus the People versus O.J. Simpson, uh, American Crime Story, as well as Empire and Billions. Billions. You know, wow. billions. billions. That's my favorite yes. show. Yes, my Bobby Axelrod. Come on yes. now. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Man, Chuck I, Rhodes. That, yes. yes. Chuck Rhodes, ain't it? Let you yes. know you ain't got no money. Just watch Billions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a resume yeah. there, man. Boy, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Such sad news. I mean, he really changed the way uh, Hollywood looked at black people, at the yeah. African American experience. You know, he put it on the big screen. He really, really did. Uh, Boys in the Hood was just a phenomenal movie. What? Uh, and what he only, at 24. Man. Yeah, 24 I mean, years 24, old. He was yes. nominated. Yeah. I'm yeah. in the club. He ain't here making a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was his thesis, wasn't it, Boys in the Hood? I think it was. Yeah, yes. yeah that, was that was his was. thesis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, mm. it was touching, man. Yeah. It that was good. High yeah. learning was was incredible. Oh yeah, yes, poetic justice with Janet Jackson. Chicago and yes, Chicago. <laughs> brushing his hair, man. <laughs> Joe Tory. Joe Tory. Oh my God! And what baby boy? I mean, just yeah. on and on. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite movies from John Singleton was Rosewood. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, that loved was good. Rosewood. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. Learned so much from that movie. Yeah, didn't yeah. you though? Yeah. yeah. It was a history lesson. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and he was always approachable, man. He was good. <laughs> he was cool. You he met wasn't... him before, Quake? Oh, yeah, I knew him. Okay. We, I okay. mean, I, every time I see you, say, Quake, we're going to work together. I say, yeah, I want you to do something dramatic. I say, all right, John. Really? Yes. <laughs> you say, I don't want you to do comedy. When I come get you, I want you to do something dramatic. I'm wow. like, all right. He was yeah. just a good yeah. brother, man. I met him. Quiet, uh, though. Soft-spoken. Yeah, he's yes. very soft-spoken. Yeah. I met him yes. uh, a few years ago in... Um, mm-hmm. In Hollywood, uh, I had a friend of mine visiting. This is when I first moved out here. I had a friend of mine visiting me from Chicago, and she was like a screenwriter, and she wanted to meet John Singleton. She came all the way out here. That was it. I didn't know John Singleton. Right. (laughs) But we were out. John Singleton happened to be out. We were at a party or something, and John Singleton happened to be there. I I walked up to him, and I said, hi, John Singleton. I told him my name and everything and who I was. He was so gracious, so wonderful. I told him my friend was here she was a screenwriter do you know that man gave her his card told her how to get in touch with him if she wanted to learn you know about how i just thought that was incredible yes i didn't right. know everybody doesn't do that yeah every right, right. you can't just walk up to someone like a john singleton right come on yeah. can he pay it pay yeah it paid it forward yeah. you know yeah. and gave her his card and everything um but just amazing that moment i remember that moment from just my encounter with him what an amazing person you know? I yeah, went you to know, school. Uh, ahead, I went John. to school with a, with a brother named um, uh, T. Dave. T. Dave was at Texas A and M. He mm-hmm. was a mm-hmm. he was a, a, a sigma there, Carlin. We only had one sigma on the yard. It was T. Dave. Okay. And, and T. Dave, <laughs> T. Dave came from Florida. He used to brag about how he and John Singleton were friends. I'm like, you ain't friends with no John Singleton. <laughs> Boy, stop lying. Man. <laughs> T. Dave wind up being an editor, and that's what he is today, and and he has John Singleton to thank for that. Wow, wow, wow! Yeah. So many people, you're right, you're right, Tommy. Owe their careers and their starts to John Singleton. I think Ice Cube, Morris All Chestnut, them, uh, yes. Oh Angela my God! Bassett, yes, Lawrence Fishburne, Cuba Gooding Jr., Regina, Regina, yes, yeah, Regina King, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr., yeah, yeah, Sam, yeah. And he introduced, yeah. you know, for us being in the East Coast, what the West Coast was really going through. That's right. You know what I mean? You didn't even know. You like, you, yes, that's you, our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. you'd be like, <laughs> man. Yeah. 
That's my I, brother. He live here. I know what two colors I'm not going to wear if right. I go out there. I mean, yeah. it lets you know what was going on. That is so true. And yep. poignant, they don't care. They don't know what, they don't care what's going mm-hmm. on in the hood. Mm-hmm. And it was poignant yeah. on how it was what we were going through with yeah. the structure that you can easily comprehend right. from being in it. It was beautiful. That. What a legacy. Uh, as we mentioned, John Burst to stardom. Um, his burst of stardom came just two years after he graduated from USC. He was only 24 years old when he made his di- directorial debut uh, and the world noticed, earning him an Oscar nomination back in 1992 for Best Director for Boys in the Hood. Uh, mourning the loss of a collaborator and a true friend, John Singleton, Samuel L. Jackson shared. Uh, uh, he blazed the trail for many young filmmakers, always remaining true to who he was and where he came from. R.I.P. Brother, gone way too soon. That was Samuel L. Jackson. I was reading online, too. Shonda Rhimes said when she first was starting out, he mm-hmm. sent her a note, John Singleton, encouraging her to keep going. And, you know, mm-hmm. just like you kept saying, just paying it forward and just telling her she could do it. And yeah. Just and look at her today. Wow. You know? See, yeah. we need we need mm-hmm. more people calling with that kind of kindness, man. Yes. We need that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, caring. Well, John Singleton, we will always love you. Will we, be, we will be honoring you and paying tribute to you all morning. Your spirit will forever shine bright and uh coming up next we're going to uh lighten things up a bit nephew tommy in the building here to make us smile we'll run that prank back right after this quake yeah <laughs> you're listening to the steve harvey morning show coming up at the top of the hour guys in entertainment news john singleton has passed away the famed director and prayer warriors, please, please pray. Also for Peebo Bryson. What? Sad news about him as well. Uh, he's an R&B legend. Uh, he's recovering from a mild heart attack, Peebo Bryson wow. is. Yeah. Uh, but right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. Ooh. What you got for us, Neff? I know. We're going to put a little laugh in here. Can I make y'all itch a little bit? Make you scratch? Can I make you scratch? Please not. <laughs> no. There's some bad bugs. Oh, you know? Tommy, why? Well, you, well, you can't you can't see them quick. You might well scratch them. You can't oh, see them. Just... A light-skinned <laughs> man will say something like that. <laughs> Bad bug. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to Shanice. Uh, she's not here right now. I'm going to take a message. You, do you know when she's coming back? Nah, is this a business call or something? Nah, nah, this personal. I need to talk to her immediately. Nah, you need to talk to me. This is a man. This, uh, who is this? This is this is Brandon. Who 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 are you? I'm Ernest, man. But uh, how do you know Shanice? I I got a bit of a situation here, man. Uh, and it, it's basically a financial situation that I'm owed some money from her. So I kind of need to talk to her about about getting this money. Uh, is is totally disrupted my whole apartment, and I need to actually see about talking to her about getting this whole problem taken care of. What what's the what's the situation? What, what's the, what's going on? I mean, I, I'm basically right now I'm twenty five hundred dollars in the rears due to due to Shanice, and you know I I need to see if she's gonna be able to pay me for the situation or what, you know? Do my girl owe you money? She she owes me twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars for what? I don't even know who you are, first of all. So, what's up with the twenty five hundred dollars? first of all, my name is Brandon. Okay? okay, and I've been I I know I've been knowing Shanice probably for the last three or four months now. Okay, so the, here you you want to know it all in a nutshell is it's like this: Shanice been coming through. Okay, for the last three or four months, been coming over here to my spot, to my apartment, hanging out. I'm just now finding out within the last two weeks, um, it's I had to get rid of my couch, 
I had to get rid of my mattresses because your mattress because it's bad. Mattress. Bro, it's, wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me she was in your bed? Yeah, she been in my bed, dude. She been in your bed. Are you crazy? Hey man, come hey on man. now, dude. Listen, you know, you know hey, the problem is not where she The problem is, you talking twenty five hundred dollars? You talking about my girl was in your bed? Now we not even gonna get into that. You understand what I'm saying? But that twenty five hundred dollars, you can forget about it. No, 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 no. Hold, Hold up, up. First of all, no. you calling here? You calling here? You calling here? And here is dude answer the phone, and you still got the to ask for her, and then go tell me about some twenty five hundred dollars about some. Mattress? Dude, I'm out. My, my mattresses, man, are a thousand bucks. It's full of bed bugs. I had to throw that away. Man, I'm not worried about no damn mattress, dude. You talking about my girl. We've been together for four years. I'm about to pop the question on her, and you want to sit there talking about she been hanging with you or kicking with you for the last four months. It's about to be over in a minute. Matter dude, if you want to marry Shanice, cool. I don't care nothing about nah, that. Nah, hey, don't even worry about that now. But you on my phone talking about some damn mattress, man. That's, that's a problem, dude. I ain't worried about no damn mattress. I don't worry about it. I ain't got no mattress right now. You calling mine? Dude, I do not have a mattress right now, nor do I have a couch. Do you understand the problem that brings to me? I don't care nothing about your mattress or couch, dude. I don't care nothing about that. Your name, you say your name, Brandon? I'm Brandon, yes. Yeah, Brandon, okay. Don't worry about it, Brandon, because you're going to find me real soon. Don't let me find you before you find me, though. You understand what I'm saying, don't you? Dude, dude, dude. No, because you, you can have them bed bugs and that mattress or whatever. Answer these for all I care. But what I'm saying is, you talk about some bed bugs, ain't no bed bugs over here. Okay, so, so what's she getting up at? She done brought them over here to my place. I don't care nothing about it. She ain't bring nothing over there, first of all. But I ain't, that ain't even a problem right now. Dude, you, Chinese, you, you call me been over here, man. Ain't had nobody else over here. Right, don't worry about who you had over there, but you don't go call here talking about no money. You ain't getting nothing from here. Okay, first of all, dude, check this out. I don't have a problem with you, okay? Me and you cool. No, me we and you got cool. a problem. We already got a problem. You calling me talking about you been sleeping with my girl. Hey, dog, dog, I'm going to say it again. Me and you cool, dog. We cool. Dude, we not cool. We not cool. Get married. 
Don't worry about when we're supposed to get married, man. You messed that all up. What I'm trying to explain to you is, dude, you calling here on some bed bug which I know she ain't got nothing to do with, but the fact that you told me that she was over your house, in your bed, that's over. It's over now. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when she get home, I'm going to deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? That's going to get dealt with. I'm walking up out of here. But when I leave here, please believe my next stop is to come find your ass. First of all, how did you get the number to this apartment? That's what I want to know. Hey, dude, she gave me both numbers, the cell phone number and the house number, and told me, you know, if it's an emergency, call the house. Okay, and this is an emergency. Yeah, this is an emergency. I well, got bad well, clubs, well, man. Learn, learn, learn another emergency number. Learn 911, because when I come knocking on your door, either you come out or you handle it, or you better call the cops. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? <sighs> hey, man, do you think Tommy will pay for the bad bugs? Who is Tommy? I'm just saying, do you think Tommy will pay for the bad bugs? Hey, who the f is Tommy? Tommy, dog. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ernest, you just got pranked by your girl, Shanice. <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all. Woo! You all right, man? Boy, hey. Well, it was over. It was over. You understand what I'm telling you? It was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How y'all feeling about this? Anybody itching? Oh, yeah. I'm yes. itching. I'm itching. I'm itching. I'm itching. Right oh. Play too much. Oh. Oh. Showing you a little love for my people that grown and sexy. I got a 4 p.m. show for you on Saturday. Virginia Beach, get your tickets. They on sale. One show only. All right. Okay. All right, nephew. Huh? Well, thank you. Huh? Yeah, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. We got to go to that show, Carla. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, John Singleton, the first African-American nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director, whose decorated career spanned nearly three decades in Hollywood, passed away yesterday, sadly. Uh, John suffered a massive stroke just 12 days after returning from Costa Rica and experiencing uh, problems with his legs. He checked himself into the hospital, and uh, celebrities from Samuel L. Jackson, Regina King, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Will Packer, Spike Lee are just heartbroken. And in mourning, our prayers and condolences are going out to John Singleton's family. Uh, such This was a hard one right here. This was a tough one because I think yeah. he touched everyone. Mm, yeah. yes, he really he did. He really Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Quake, you said you met him. You were friends. Yes, with him. we um friends with him, and he what he did, he came and he was the gatekeeper to bring us into Hollywood. You mm. know what I mean? He mm. put Ice Cube on. He put us on, and what best he allowed us to be us. I didn't get a chance to work with him. We said we was, but God had other plans. But he was just a great dude. Yeah. But he was yeah. quiet, like uh, nephew Tommy said. Tommy, he was very quiet. Stop smoking. Yeah. yeah. But cool, mm. man. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's so sad that um, he died from uh, what he died from. And his family was saying that he suffered from hypertension for many, many years. But mm. he, he kept it on the low. And what they're asking people to do, especially our black men, because it's rampant in our community. Check, get get yourself checked. Yes. You know, please. I mean, we really you know, have to take care of yes, ourselves. We, really. Yeah, we really do. And because he was so young. Health as well. 51, yeah. Got to get a physical. There's yeah. no reason for you around here not to know the status of your health. That's right. You know, you got car insurance and you ain't got no health insurance. <laughs> right. And I, and I right. know, y'all, my, my, uh, my brothers in my fraternity are mourning because he was a member of Cap Alpha Psi yeah. Fraternity Incorporated. So I know we are definitely, we lost a good diamond. Put it that way. We call them mm-hmm. diamonds. We have lost mm-hmm. a good diamond. Oh, wow. For sure. Hey, hey, matter of fact, up. y'all, we ain't talk about it, but. We may, y'all may have said it, but 
That snowfall, snowfall was a cold show he had on. Oh yeah, yeah. We said yes. it earlier. Oh, yeah, I yes. love snowfall. snowfall. I love it. God. I love that show. It's it, art. The, the acting that in was it, good. Yes, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, art. The un- mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's one of uh, John Singleton's shows on FX. Um, also, um, in other news, uh, prayer warriors, we are praying for Peebo Bryson. Uh, he's doing better, better uh, now, doctors say. Uh, Peebo was at home in his Georgia home, um, at home in Georgia, when he suffered a heart attack. Uh, this also happened yesterday. This is according to TMZ. His family and medical team are optimistic, though. He will make a speedy recovery. And uh, it makes us think when Peebo was here right. not too long ago, a few months ago, yes. he was in the studio with his new album with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with his brand new um, CD. So, of course, we wish him well. Um, such a legend. Uh Peebo Bryson is in the music industry. We love him. Yeah. Yeah, man. So wow. this, yeah. it goes back health to what we wealth, were just like saying. Said. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Quake, health is wealth. And, yes. You know, when's the last time you've been to the doctor? All I, these men on the show. That's I, the now I get a physical every year. That's my gift to myself to see the status of my health. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always go get it. A lot of brothers don't go get a uh, physical because they're afraid of what the results going to be. And I tell them. Y'all know I go. I'm paranoid. Yeah. I got to know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I know that's right. I got to go. Beginning I can't do it. I have it is, it's good. too important, man. And we're we getting up in age. You got to go, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, man. This is the age for chronic disease and mm-hmm. yeah. all of that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, and and I, I made a mistake. I said yesterday people had the heart attack. It was uh, this past weekend on Saturday. By the way, oh, okay. yeah, but we're still praying yeah, for him, yeah, yes, for a speedy are. recovery and a full time, uh, full recovery. Uh, Tommy, let's take it to Miss Ann, please. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, the investigation continues into the shooting in that San Diego area synagogue the other day and what or who may have inspired that anti-Semitic violence. The FBI said it received a number of tips just before the shooting. However, agents say the reports from tipsters and online and by phone came in only five minutes before the shootings began. People saw disturbing posts and reported them. Unfortunately, there was no specific information, they say, about the author of the hateful text or the location of the threat. But even though agents couldn't fully identify the suspect in time, the feds are nevertheless thanking the alert citizens who saw disturbing posts and report them. And, they, you know, they urge all of us to continue doing that kind of stuff. On the other hand, some good news. Federal authorities say they have disrupted a domestic terror plot aimed at a number of targets. They say that a U.S. military veteran of the war in Afghanistan was allegedly planning to set off explosives and launch attacks in Southern California. One target was going to be a Nazi rally in Long Beach. The suspect was caught by an online sting operation and arrested by the FBI. Domestic, uh, Democratic, rather, presidential candidate Joe Biden kicked off his White House campaign in Pittsburgh yesterday with a pitch to Teamsters who packed the local union hall. The country wasn't built by Wall Street bankers, CEOs, and hedge fund managers. It was built by you. It was built by the great American middle class. Union members are an important constituency for Democrats. They're the group that President Trump was able to woo away to the GOP in the last election. The former vice president is now in Iowa for a couple of days of events. Unfortunately, the first reports uh, yesterday were true. Groundbreaking black filmmaker John Singleton has died. His family took him off life support yesterday, and he was 51 years old. John Singleton was the first African-American director nominated for an Oscar. 
for Boys in the Hood. And Singleton was also the youngest film director ever to be nominated for one of those golden statues. John Singleton leaves behind five children. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein has tendered his resignation effective May 11th. Rosenstein is the one who appointed Robert Mueller, special prosecutor, to investigate charges of Russian interference in our elections, and he uh, definitely gained the ire of the president. He says that now the country is safer, elections are more secure. He says people now know more about Russian efforts to shape the outcome of U.S. elections. In his goodbye letter, Rosenstein seems to be talking about the current administration when he says, quote, credible evidence is not partisan and truth is not determined by opinion polls. Finally, today is World Immunization Day, so make sure everybody gets that shot. Try not to move. Ow! <laughs> now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Boys in the Hood director John Singleton passed away peacefully yesterday at the age of 51. So sad. Um, mm-hmm. After his family made the difficult decision to pull him off life support following a stroke, uh, celebrities from all walks of life have been paying tribute uh, to John Singleton, who, of course, is a pioneering black filmmaker. Ava DuVernay said, there aren't many of us out here doing this. It's a small tribe in the grand scheme of things. He was a giant among us, uh, kind, mm. committed, and immensely talented. His films broke ground. His films mattered. He will be missed and long remembered. Thank you, John. Very well said. Yes. Um, so I got to ask you, what was your favorite uh, John Singleton movie? Mine, after Boys in the Hood, mine was Rosewood, all, all the way. I loved mm-hmm. Rosewood. And well, you wo- took both of them. <laughs> <laughs> but there are more. There's, there's so many more. No, you took them. <laughs> but that's okay, you, though. You took the cookie I wanted to eat. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing left on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There ain't nothing on me. So I said the same thing you said. Those two. Okay. <laughs> Those are your favorites. What yeah. she said. Okay. Yeah. Poetic Justice. Higher Learning, Ooh, yes. uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, Four Brothers. I mean, Hustle and Flow. Did you know you did yes, Eight Mile? Eight yes, Mile, that's yeah. right. Yes. The yes, People versus O.J. Simpson. I mean, I like that one too. Ooh. Yeah, that was yeah. good. And then, I mean, Hustle and Flow. That was that was where Cookie Lion and yes, Lucius, and Lucius first Lucius. hooked up. Yeah, yeah. Yes. hard out yes. here for a pimp. Hard. Yes. I'm glad y'all recognize. Skinny black. Yeah. yeah. You got you got Cuba fighting the Al. Remember that? Yeah. 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 I do that every time I want to get out the house. So sick of these other comedians getting all this money over this year. Meet me down the street. Meet me down the street, Junior. I made to come out. <laughs> give us a do- uh, give us a Ricky. Come I know on. why you got out the car last night, cuz. <laughs> you ain't need to be there no way. Turned on the TV this morning. They talking about living in a violent world, violent crime. They ain't say nothing about my brother, man. I figure they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. Hey, Doe, you still got one brother left, man. <laughs> <laughs> And that, was, see. that was good. I asked for Ricky, but that was good. Yeah, that we'll, was really we'll good. We'll take that. Yeah, on, we will. We'll take that one. Yeah, that's a wrap. Go on in. It's, it's All right. It. Hit us up on social media at Steve Harvey FM and share with us your favorite John Singleton movie. Coming up at 34 after the hour, trending political news. Uh, boy, Donald Trump in the news, as usual. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, as we mentioned, the incredible yeah. earthquake is in the building. Quake is going to be with us all morning long. I'm up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> and if you want to see what we see in this man, this incredibly funny, talented, or crazy man, <laughs> Quake, give us some dates. Where you hey, listen here. Um, This weekend on the 4th, that's right, Royal Farmers. Farmers Arena in Baltimore. Come check me out on the 10th. I'll be in Jackson, Mississippi on the 10th and 11th. And on the 12th, I'll be in Mobile Civic Center. If you need anything, any dates on it, just go to my Instagram at The Real Earthquake or go to my website, quakeshouse.com, and you're in there. Okay. You find where you can find me at. Right. Go to my baby mama. She has a tracking device on me. She knows where it is. <laughs> she gets a cut of everything. <laughs> So ask her, she can tell you exactly where the money coming from and going. Well, since you brought hey, your, your Instagram, your Instagram, Instagram stupid, up. Man. Yeah. I love yes, your thank gram. you. I'm it's trying. Instagram. It's a shame you got to do this because they don't judge you for how many followers you got. Mm-hmm. I tell comedians, ain't how many followers you got, it's how many f- comedians you can follow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the test. I like that. You understand? <laughs> Not how many followers you got, how many comedians can, can you, you follow? follow? Okay. You That's the key is to, to see how good you at, at mm. my profession. That's the wisdom That's right there. Is. That's mm. what I tell them all the time. We know that, that there are like 100 million Democratic candidates, okay, in, the, in this presidential yeah. race coming up next year. Uh, I'm announcing is, mine next week, oh, but really? I'm right behind you. <laughs> yeah. That includes former Vice President, who just announced last week, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Mayor Pete uh, Buttigieg, and President Trump says he isn't concerned about any of them. Oh, he, why you don't think a person that lie all the time gonna tell you the truth? Right, right, right. <laughs> One thing I do like about Trump, he's the first president ever mm-hmm. do a speech, and I ain't gotta look up none of the words. <laughs> <laughs> he did a whole speech. I mean, a whole speech. He's gonna be bad, 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 grad, rad. I said, ooh, <laughs> he graduated with me. <laughs> oh, lead, a really? te- lead a teleprompter and come back uh, by. Four pages later. Yes. <laughs> Ain't used one word that had bigger than one syllable in it. I said, boy, anybody could be president. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Just letting you know. Man. He's my kind of man. In fact, he says he's not concerned about any of them. Uh, the 20, His 2020 campaign uh, manager is promising a bigger, better, and badder race this time around. Now, he was shocked. I could tell. I know it. In the first month, he was trying to get fired. I know a person when they trying to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? Man, because he was doing things. Look, hey, bring the Russians in here. Take a picture. <laughs> Y'all still ain't going to get me out of here? <laughs> Lord, fired. he was trying to get fired. Brought his daughter in there. Ain't nobody had a security clearance. <laughs> Information was leaking. He is everything they thought that a black president was going to be. Lie all the time. Start fights. Don't know nothing. Don't use no words. Uh-uh. Just alienate the whole country. But you can say what you want to say. His, his, his followers are something. Yeah, they are yeah. down. That's why I tell people ask me all the time, Quake, what kind of woman you looking for? I say, I'm looking for a woman like a Trump supporter. <laughs> no matter what I tell her, she ain't going nowhere. Yeah? <laughs> you know Quake got another baby. Baby, you know that's fake news. Don't you listen to that. <laughs> They're the enemy of the states. Don't you listen to that, baby. Don't you listen to that. So let me ask you this, man. Come on with what, it. What combination from the Democratic Party do you think can win? I'm going to tell you right here, we got to go with Biden. Because Biden going to go in there and win Pennsylvania. People don't know, he only won three states by a total of 100,000 votes. Mm -hmm. 
So if Hillary wouldn't have took some days off. And went on. I mean, she was taking more days. She was like a rapper. She just went and got her hair done. Spa treatment. I thought, yeah, I thought she was an NBA player. I can't do back to back. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take us for granted. Don't take us for granted. Taking Mm -hmm. us for granted. And that's totally what it is. Yeah. Because the Democratic Party, with all due respect, I am an independent. I am not a Democrat. Because I say Mm. Democratic treat us like side chicks. Come see us every four years and tell her what they're going to do for us. As soon as they get like what they want. Chick. Yeah, we side chick for the Democratic Party, black people. I love it, Quake. <laughs> and four years later, we still be looking for it. Then he pop back home. Hey, wait, where you been? Oh, I was doing stuff for you. <laughs> you know that other man ain't going to love you like me. They don't care about you. Where else you going to go? So the Democratic Party treat us like side chicks. They do. They That's do. What they they do. do. All right, Quake, time to switch gears here now. Uh, nephew Tommy is coming up next with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's uh, my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he's turning me into his mama. Mm. Yeah, he's turning mm. me into his mama. But uh, right now, the nephew is in here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nat? Can you do my makeup? What? Can you do my makeup? Come on. What's this about, man? For TV? What? Okay. For your show? This is for makeup on the buttocks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What? Huh? Yeah. It's it's booty makeup, Carl. Okay? (laughs) Booty makeup. (laughs) Hey. Uh, People who got scars on their butt. What's the problem? How you get to see it with the lights off? I'm the only one need booty makeup. You call somebody and ask them to do your booty makeup? I can't wait to hear this break. Well, you can't do Okay, if I can't see back there, Junior, how's the makeup going to get on there? (laughs) Why you need booty makeup? Because I got stretch marks, scars, (laughs) mosquito bites from a child. What? Acne. Oh my gosh. Man. This is acne. You can you know you too old to be trying to clear seal your butt now. You're too, you're too late for that. Yeah, so can no, run that. Uh run that. Can you do my makeup? That's all. Hello. Hello, may I speak to uh to Brandy, please? Yes, this is Brandy. Hi, Brandy. My name is Carl. I'm calling. I got a uh uh, you came highly recommended. You actually, you're, you actually are. I'm, I'm sorry. Is it? Is it? I'm, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is it makeup artist, makeup stylist. What do you, what do you call yeah. it? Uh, it's makeup artist. I'm a professional makeup artist. Okay. And you work at the, um, you work with the makeup counter in. Correct. Okay. Listen, I got a, uh, I got a photo shoot coming up, and I wanted to see about uh, sometime this week, maybe the following week, you could actually come and, and I hire you to uh, actually make me up for my photo shoot. Is is. Do you do a lot of photo shoots at all? Or you? Yes, sir, I sure do. I've been in the business for 10 years, so I've been around several photo shoots. Okay, good deal. So, what, what's the, I mean, you have any time this week that I can actually just come in and we can do like a trial run or something? Yeah, um, I'll actually be here Friday for uh, about six hours. Will Friday work for you? I'm here, I start at 11. At 11. I mean, I could come in like, maybe like around 3 on Friday if, if you, if, can you squeeze me in at that time? I sure can. Okay, what's what's so good? Is there a certain makeup for for men? Well, it kind of works out. It works out the same as for women in photo shoots. You just need some type of cream foundation, something to even out the skin tone, uh, powder you down to take away the oils, cover up any blemishes or anything like that. It's pretty much the same. Of course, you don't get the whole eyeshadow and lashes and stuff. But right, 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 right. Well, I'm not trying to get all that. But (laughs) I just trying to, you know, just trying to look good on camera. 
Yeah. Let, let, let me ask you this. How much makeup have you done as far as um, men? You know what I mean? Yes, several. Okay. So I'm very comfortable with it. You'll be fine, trust me. That's what I was really worried about, is if you were going to be comfortable with it. Because, um, I mean, have you done, um, I'm a little uh, conscientious about a few things, you know what I mean? And I, um, have, have, have you, how many butts have you done? I'm sorry? How, how many what? Like, like, like butts, you know, how many, how many butts have you made up? I haven't made up any butts. Like, are you, like, you mean, like, asses? Yeah, I mean, because, see, my, no. I'm actually doing a nude photo shoot. And, uh, you know, I got a couple scratches and, you know, some old scars on my butt. And, I, you know, like, like you said, I'm, you know, I'm a little shy about, you know, some of that. So I was hoping uh, you could no. actually, hopefully you can actually make sure that those scars don't show. And, you know, you say you kind of, um, you know, uh, make sure everything is, is, doesn't look oily. You know what I mean, and and uh, I just need to get my okay. my. No, well, but I I I did when you I didn't understand what you're talking about. I may not be the makeup artist. I don't. I'm not seriously. I'm not gonna do your. Okay, but I, I mean, we're just talking about makeup, though. I mean, you know, you you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm not about to put my makeup brushes that I use on people's faces on your ass. Like, to, tell your photographer to to like Photoshop that. Okay, like, okay. Who I mean, that's why I'm coming in to see you on Friday. I want you to to do everything and, and make me up there in the store so I can see what it looks like. I want to see... You were going to come into my job and make me do your ass. Like, what, are you, what planet are you... Where did you think that was going to work? You cannot come into my job. How are you going to come to my job? Naked? Seriously? Uh, I mean, well, I was going to wear a robe. I'm not going to just, you know, walk no, in there you are naked. Not, don't you even think about coming into my job. Who referred you? Who told you? You need to delete this number. Do not... I'm not about to get this job. Well, I just need to get my doing your done, okay? I'm, I don't I'm want to go back and forth with you. Look, why, why, is it, why is it a problem with you doing my what, what is the problem with you doing my butt and putting some makeup on it? Now, if I need to buy you some brushes, I'll buy you some brushes, and you can take some brushes. I don't want brushes. you to buy me anything. I don't want you coming into my job. I don't want you calling me ever again to do any kind of work. I'm coming in there, and I'm at, and now listen. I, I, I am I, a professional makeup artist. Clearly, you don't know what that means. So you and need if to you're professional, you then you will take out the part that's bothering you and do the job, lady. You know what I mean? If my before I get real ignorant I'm not about to finish this conversation do not come into my job do not call me to do your ass. that's not gonna happen so 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 I guess it's safe to go around and let people know that brandy is not professional because you can't do part my reputation is good in the streets boo you can't go around and tell anybody that I'm not professional nobody's ever called me to do their ass. get some skincare for your ass. how about that and then you won't need any makeup I know you didn't. You're not going to sit here now start talking about my If I told you some of my deepest secrets to let you know I want to come in there and get some makeup. Well, that's your bad for telling a stranger your deepest secrets. Okay. You know what? I'm coming up to your store anyway on Friday. All right? And I'll talk to your boss don't and let, let them know. Me, don't, don't let it fool you. Okay? I will be, you heard me. Don't come in my job. Look, if I lose my job over your foolishness, I guarantee you will be paying all my bills. Okay. Bottom line is I'm coming in there with my robe on Friday. Somebody going to do my butt. You, your manager. Sir, you're not coming. You know what? How about you come up here right now? How about I go ahead and take care of the situation right now? I'm here now. Can you come I right can now? I come up there right now with my robe. I'm okay, in my well, robe now. Well, well bring, bring your butt up here right now. We'll see if your butt gets done. I'm not doing it. Okay. Well, the bottom line, who is your manager anyway? Where's she at? Is she there? I am the manager. Now what? Okay. See, that's what the damn problem is. 
You done got your little self a little position at your job. Now you're trying to throw your weight around. If, if a person wants to get their butt done, well, okay, look, didn't you see uh, uh, Avatar? Them people have makeup all on their butt, all on their back and everything. Okay, how about you call them? You call them and ask them to do your butt. Don't call me. I'm hanging up. Do not call me anymore. They are makeup artists. What are you? Look, this conversation is over. Yeah, it's over because you know what? You know, you, let me tell you something. You, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're talking to? I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to Brandy. But do Brandy know who Brandy talking to? Clearly somebody who is ignorant. Okay, well, let me tell you who I am. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend, Carmen. You are lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting off the phone. I'm getting <laughs> Why y'all do that? that? That is not cool. I hope nobody's listening. You just made me act real stupid. I got you, girl. I got you, you good. You got me good. With the butt? Yeah, for real. Get you some skin care. Get some skin care to take care of the problem. Hey, I got one more thing I got to ask you. What is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, the damn Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> All right, anybody? Anybody else want some makeup? No. no I'm out of here, man. No, man that's, that's stupid, man. I, no, that's too no. much. Right. When y'all get ready to go in there, Junior and Earthquake, stop this. When y'all get ready to go in there and do one of your greatest performances, ain't you a little shy because you, you, you know, your butt don't look right? You don't want no hey, makeup? No, I ain't I'm never dog. seen my butt. <laughs> no, none. Been on this earth for 55 years and we ain't never met each other. I never got no mirror to go back there to look at it and say, how you doing? Long as it's cool back there, I'm cool up here. Okay. We understand our parameters. <laughs> Our borders, brother. And I'm yeah, like, damn, Dre ain't going to put no makeup on the back of it. As long as it's clean. You and, Junior, you and Junior got to get in touch with y'all's ass. I'm I sorry. promise y'all I ain't going to do it, dog. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> no. Virginia Most City's time. nephew is coming to town. I got six shows. Everything is sold out. I've added a show. The fourth show on Saturday. It's on sale right now. And Texarkana laying in the cut. All right, thank you, nephew. Up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. He's turning me into his mama. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Quake, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple, quick. You, you've been here before, Quake. You know how this goes. Yes, I do. You know how it goes. I'll read the letter and uh, give my response. Then you'll you'll uh, give yours. And, of course, Nephew Tommy and uh, Junior will chime in on this letter as well. We want to get everybody's perspective on this one. Uh, you ready? We're going to, uh, if you, you know, click that submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air like we're going to do this one. Well, let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he's turning me into his mama. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 39-year-old engaged woman, and my fiancé is terrific, but I need your advice. My fiancé and I met in the emergency room when I treated him for a minor illness. He flirted a little and told me that his mom used to be a nurse, so that made me even more attractive. Uh, we went on a date a couple of weeks after that, and we've been together ever since. I do most of the cooking, and he prefers for me to only cook meals from his late mother's handwritten recipe book. Her recipes are really good, so I didn't make a big deal out of that. But when I talked to him about getting a new do for our wedding, 
He suggested that I get the same hairdo that his mom used to wear. I was like, say what? There's a very large photo of my fiance's. Yeah, okay. There's a very large photo of my fiance's mother in our bedroom, and he used the picture as a reference on how he wants me to cut my hair. I was hesitant, but I did it to make him happy. When he first saw my new haircut, he loved it so much, he made sweet love to me. Mm. I, I was weirded out, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> Now, fast forward to me getting ready to shop for my wedding dress. He told me that he had a surprise. He had called his dad and got his mother's wedding dress, and he wanted me to try it on so he could have it altered for our wedding. That's where I drew the line, and we got into an argument. He's normal in every other aspect, but this obsession with his mom has got to stop. His dad says he has always been a mama's boy, and he doesn't see it as a problem. So maybe I am the only one that thinks he's, this, this is crazy. He's turning me into his mom. Should I run now before it's too late? Please help. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is crazy right here, and I'm surprised you lasted this long. I really am, because this, you know, he weirded you out when he made sweet love to you after you cut your hair like his mom. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I, I just think this guy's out of control and way too much of a mama's boy. Who does this? I'm talking to both of you because I think that you're allowing too much to get away. I mean, you're allowing him to get away with way too much. A picture of his mom in your bedroom? Really? I, I mean, just think how weird that is. I mean, on the mantle in the living room in front of the fireplace, I get that. On his nope. phone, in a, in a photo album, I get that. But, you know, it's too much of his mom, and if you have to deal with this right now, today, or you won't be walking down the aisle with him, and if you do, you're going to have to deal with this sort of thing the rest of your life, okay? So think about that. End it now. Uh, this obsession with his mom, if he can. If not, you got to get out of there. This is too much craziness going on in one relationship. Quake. <laughs> Listen, I know what Shirley, Shirley over here telling you, uh, get out of it. You don't want to be back out in these streets. You're 39. I'm telling you, the pickings are slim out here. Stay in there. Role play. Play his mama. Put him yeah. on punishment. It's, it's benefits playing his mama. Tell him he had to stay home and you going out. You understand? Tell him go buy stuff for you. Right, she ain't looking at this right. Yeah, she ain't looking at it. It's benefits to it. You said everything is good other than he wants you to be his mama. I'm telling you right now, as I have a friend who is a mama boy. If you can't deal with it, go on and leave. You're never going to be the mama's boy. You're always going to be second to a mama boy. See? Their mother is right below Jesus. Yeah. They're not mm. to be touched or anything. Now that you already got them, Get I out. guess she's not there. <laughs> Stay there. Be friends with her. Put a picture up there. Dress like a mama everything. <laughs> Role play. Do all of it. Keep your man, girl. If he's doing all this stuff, you don't want to be out here. You see these young girls on Instagram. You ain't got a shot. Stay with that. You're 40 years old. Yeah. You got a man that's going 
gonna walk you down. He just wants you to be the mama and the wife. Come on, you you strong. You can do both of them. You can co-exist in both of them people. Come home as the wife one day, then turn around and be the mama the next day. Wow. Give him a little do? bit of mama. I, that's what my <laughs> advice is. Yes, yeah. Don't uh, till you try. You understand? Turn that TV down. Yeah, that's right. You can see. See. Are you a you mama's boy? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. My 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 brother Tyrone was a mama's boy uh-huh. that he didn't even want to move. My mother had to move. Just leave the house and leave him with the house. And he was so mad talking about she left me. He was 40. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. He was 40 years old. He wasn't speaking to my mom and said she left him. He was 40. He didn't even know how to get an apartment. He talking about which one of these apartments uh who cook and clean. So you, you don't find them amenities in an apartment. Yes. It's lighting gas. Yeah. See, talking about who do the cooking and the cleaning. Sorry, I'm looking for an apartment building. I said, you're not going to find mama in none of these apartments, Tyrone. So I'm telling you right now, whoever you name, you're a nurse. Just go ahead and play that role with them. That's, that's all I got to say. All right, let's hear, let's hear that was greatness, uh, Quake. Let's hear from the young one on the on the panel. What you got? Uh, what you got, Junior? First of all, he's turning me into my mama, yeah, yeah, his mama. But first of all, I I I'm with Quake. You don't need to leave. Uh-uh. Not you, at all. You really don't need to leave. But let me just this is something that, that piqued my interest. Mafia as I met in the emergency room. I spent a lot of time in the emergency room. Uh-huh. Ain't met no damn body. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he and I've been in the bed. I've laid there trying to pick up a nurse. As soon as I try to pick him up, they hit me with some propofol. They, what did he say? He told her that uh, his mom used to be a nurse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom a nurse, yeah. too. Uh-huh. I tried it. Is what I'm saying, Shirley. I think you got something. Yeah, I tried. What was the minor illness? What's the minor illness? What was the line that he used? Are you a What did he boy? say? No, I ain't a mama's okay. boy, but I'm trying to get somebody, though, Shirley. Uh-huh. I spent a lot of time. I was in the emergency room, what, a month ago? Yeah, yeah, I was in the emergency room a month ago. Couldn't get yeah. nobody. Because you ain't had no insurance. I don't know See, what it was. See, they look down at you when you ain't <laughs> no insurance. No. When, all it's something about when you ain't paying for your own prescription. Is that how they talk to you? Yeah, they don't even talk you know, to you. I asked for Tylenol 3. I got Tylenol 2. <laughs> <laughs> they downgrade everything I do in the emergency room. That's what I wanted, though. But I'm best interested that she need to stay there, though. You're telling her to settle. Uh-uh. No, we ain't telling her to settle. We Stay all right settle now. over here, Shirley. We all settle. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back with uh, part two of this strawberry letter. Why she can't think? The subject is, he's turning me into my mama. We'll be back right after this at 23 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we're back with the strawberry letter. Uh, subject for today, he's turning me into my mama. I'll recap for you quickly. Um, 39-year-old woman wrote in. She's engaged. Her fiancé is terrific, she says. But she needs our advice because her fiancé and, and uh, her met in the emergency room where he told her he, she reminded him of his mom. Okay, they dated uh, and uh, a couple of times, and then they've been together ever since. Um, he wants her to cook out of only the recipe book that his mom left. She's deceased now, his mom. He wants her to wear her hair like her mom. He wants her to wear her his late mom's wedding gown for her wedding. And uh, he doesn't seem to have a problem with it. He's been a mama's boy all his life. 
she's having issues with it. She wants to know, should she run now uh, before it's too late? All right, we've heard from me. I say run. Uh, you said stay. Stay there. Pickens are slim, Quake, right? Slim. You don't want to be back out here in these streets. And Junior agrees with you. <laughs> stay. She, she should stay because <laughs> you say you go to the emergency room. And yeah, you got somebody at the emergency room, girl. You better stay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's hear from the nephew. He's turning me into his mama. What you got, Neff? Run your ass back to ER and drop him off. Don't do this to yourself. Yes. Let me tell you something. Let me. You know what bothers me more than anything is the uh. fact that his mama on the wall watching everything they do. Yes. And got all these old ass hair dudes. You sitting up there looking like you sitting up there looking like uh 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 Florida from Good Time trying to make his ass happy. You ain't got to sit there and do that. You ain't got to look like Weezy from the Jefferson. You ain't got to do this to yourself. Fix your hair the way you fix your hair. You love Barbara or Carolyn or Gigi or Rosa or Doris sitting there looking at your ass. This don't make no damn sense. Here's another Older thing. Names. You Older cook your, all them old ass names. Why is we doing this? You know, you sitting up that night, you got to cook how, the only the way she cooked cabbage. That's right. the only way we can eat the damn cabbage. You can cook cabbage all different kind of damn way. You got black eyed peas. Why you got cooking the way Doris cooking? You cooking the way you been cooking. Now he wants you to wear this 1967 wedding dress. Don't nobody want to wear that damn dress no more. You know, that, that dress, that dress ain't, that dress, when you put that dress on, it's going to tear and rip. Why do he still have that damn dress anyway? Who walking around with their mama wedding dress? Who do that? What man still got their mama wedding dress when I find me somebody? She going to wear this right here. If you don't take that dress and put it in the trash can and drop his ass off at ER, let me, you know what else? What? This has been going on. He been going to ER trying to find somebody. <laughs> He do this every other week. What, you, what did she say? He had a minor illness. He still, he been going in there with minor illness trying to find somebody to remind him of his mama. And he done found you. And now you sitting up in there laying up in the bed butt naked and his mama looking at you on the wall. Why would you do this to yourself? Why would you do that? No, no, no. Here we is bent over and Doris looking at us. Are you serious? Wow. Her name is Gilda. <laughs> well, close right. enough. <laughs> Gilda, Hilda, Miss... <sighs> Gladys. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Gladys. Uh-huh. Miss Gladys. All of that. Uh-huh. All right. I wow. say drop him off back at ER. He been going to ER, I promise you. Steady picking up nurses trying to find one that remind him of And I'm going to tell you right now, if she leave, uh-huh. his mama going, it's going to haunt her. <laughs> she's going to yeah. be See, in there. Now, going, now, we, at debates, now we at debates, Motel. Yeah, his mama going in Ooh, you ain't going to stay with my son. Ooh, <laughs> just because she ain't want to wear my dress. I'm telling you, she's going to be 40 years old and back out there in the club. It ain't going to work out. I'm telling you. <laughs> Me and Jenny right. right. We right. Stay with him. Stay with him. Wow. Stay with him. Wow, so nothing. it's two for two. Two say stay, two say yeah, leave. Carlos? Wow. What Carlos? Like, what you say, Carl? Yeah. Oh, I Break say, the tie. Uh, <laughs> she gotta Drop. go. She gotta oh, go. Carla, come on. Oh, no. You know how hard Nobody it is. Role playing. Role but, playing. But see, you all don't understand how women feel about mama's boys. You uh, all, yeah, yeah you all are men. Do we boys. we don't like mama's boys. Of course. Like you say, they put us second. You would so never. So we can't have yeah. that. Yeah. We can, uh-uh. can, can you imagine? Can you imagine? She come in and eat, and he's sitting up on the couch. I know you ain't walking here, and you ain't got them finger waves in your head. How come you ain't got them finger waves in your head? <laughs> like mama. I know my mama had Edda Jane finger wave. Why you ain't got them? 
Look at the money he's saving her. She ain't got to pay for no dress. At all. That's right. She and ain't she, got to get her hair done. It's a lot. And she got it from his daddy. He went yeah. and got it from her, his daddy. Put this dress on. It meant a lot. Every it's bride too. wants to pick out. She wants that experience. Why would you want that? She's 40. Dress. Prince Charming then came and left. Let's keep it real. Put the dress on. We going right down here to Justin the Peace. Save this money. We you 40. Married, you married. You there. Yeah. So you not uh-uh. so you not gonna wear the Donna Summer wig that my mama be wearing. You are not gonna wear that. It's me. creepy, guys. Yeah. It ain't nothing yeah, creepy about it. I think you just like gotta expand your your imagination. We don't like mama's voice. Yeah. <laughs> play. Go in there. Be his mama. Yes. And his lover. Come spank me. Yeah. And I done told you. Ew. I done told you don't be don't be wearing them scrubs in here. My mama wore white stockings with her nursing outfit. <laughs> Ooh, with so that hat. And that hat and them thick-ass white shoes. Yeah. Come in yes. and take my temperature. <laughs> yeah. That's what she got to do. <laughs> I ain't where I like the thermostat. No, no, no. But yeah. Put it right. Turn around. He uh, like to be taking control of. Exactly. That's what he like. Wow. Okay, That's two different much. perspectives. Uh, what you doing coming here at these streetlights then came on? You yeah. see? <laughs> see? All of that. She like all of that. And he, wow. she can use that in her event. You baby. supposed to be in the house when the streetlights come oh, on. That's what he's supposed to do. That's right. Give me them keys. You can't drive no more. You're on punishment. <laughs> Yo. So you're saying the advantage for her is she'll always know where he is. Exactly. Every He'll time. do exactly what she tells exactly. him. Exactly. Just dress Every up time. as his mama and discipline him. Yeah. Oh, uh-uh. Every time. Spank him real bad. Say, this foolishness will not be tolerated. The teacher just called me. Yeah. And come sit between my legs and let me scratch your dandruff yeah, where I used to do my mama. Now you're getting it. Oh, now uh-uh. you're getting it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Right. I'm so out. That's right. When you get older, the only change is pamper. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, listen, we got to get out of here, guys. You can post your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, and you can check out our Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up in 10 minutes, we'll talk about our favorite scenes from John Singleton movies right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. John Singleton, the first African-American who was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director, uh, his career spanned nearly three decades in Hollywood, passed away yesterday. Uh, John suffered a massive stroke 12 days ago after returning from Costa Rica. John Singleton directed Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Four Brothers, Too Fast, Too Furious. He produced the critically acclaimed film Hustle and Flow as well. He co-created the FX hit series Snowfall and directed episodes of The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, as well as Empire and Billions. Now, guys, I got to ask you this because this was so groundbreaking back then and we all loved Boys in the Hood. But you all remember the scene from Boys in the Hood when Lawrence Fishburne, who was playing Furious Styles, talked about gentrification. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, out on the corner. Right. Yeah. Out on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. We had never heard of that back then. Never. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just to put it in a movie like that, and it's going on yeah. now in our Good neighborhoods day. right now. Right. Yes. You know? Yeah. How right. groundbreaking John was Singleton that? was yeah. way ahead, man. He yeah. really was. That's way ahead. Yeah. Really, really Yeah, was. and yeah. that character, Furious Styles, he was schooling his son. Yes. And schooling Ricky, his Trey's friend, mm-hmm. about what was going on in the neighborhood. And remember how everybody on the, on the block came to listen yeah they start crowding around yeah, yeah. 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 nipsey hustle the over there he was there. exactly yeah. exactly exactly, exactly. Uh, 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 going on today. 
Grady from Good Time. I mean, Grady from Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. Uh-huh. Yes. Was yeah. in that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he was the older gentleman that was upset at what the kids were doing in the neighborhood. And exactly. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Furious was trying to break it down, saying, you know, how the drugs getting over here? Yeah. You we know, don't own no boats, it. no yeah. planes. Right, right. Yeah. How they yeah, getting here? You remember here? that yeah. scene? Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I just loved his character name, Furious Styles. I love yeah. that Yeah, that was, that was yeah, nice. I yeah. love that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, that's still going on today. Yeah, in that's, any, yeah. In any city. In yeah, any neighborhood, one. yeah. Pick a neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's yeah. another guy that passed away, y'all. Uh, Jesse Lawrence Ferguson. Y'all familiar, familiar with him? Mm-mm. The no. name. Okay, Jesse name. Lawrence Ferguson is actually the black police officer in Boys in the Hood that gave Ricky and Trey a hard time. Oh, the dirty oh, cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dirty cop. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that brother wow. just passed away a, a day or so, a oh. couple days ago. Mm. Really? Wow. Oh, wow. 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 What, what was your what was your favorite scene in Boys in the Hood? Um, I told you when um he he got home and started sympathy, getting the love from uh-huh. a girl swinging in the air. I use that Trey. all the time, Trey. That's mine right there, swinging. Yeah. When I want to yeah. get out the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> when yeah. I want some Nia sympathy Long love, was in yeah. The movie too. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's my girl. That's right. Yes. King. That's right. Man, so many stars. But what about two though? We baby boy. Come on now, yeah. with Tyrese, man. Taraji P. Henson, yes. Yvette, man. and Jody. I yes. hate you, Jody. Jane Wayne. Every day. <laughs> Snoop got my part. I read for the part the other part. Snoop Did got it. it. Really? Yeah. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> Two different type of brothers in this world. Brothers with guns and brothers with butter. I love that. That's. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Still don't know. <laughs> it was too deep for for okay for a shallow. For mind, a no. Cheryl, uh, uh, I don't think Ving that. knew what it meant. He just said the line. <laughs> yeah. I know that. That's why I ain't get the part. I ain't know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did tell you. John Singleton said that he wanted to put. Yeah, you in the drama, he did. Right? He said he wanted to put me in a drama, not a comedy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Play Every against time I see him. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But I gotta say this. Justice. What. When Yvette went by and uh, uh, to get her son from from uh, Jody, Jody. Oh, and baby boy, uh-huh. Uh-huh. baby boy, and got back in the car and started crying. He don't love me no more. <laughs> oh, I was yes. broken, man. I, I was know, broken was, because yeah. you was listening to Marvin Gaye in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you yeah. that song right there gets you, boy. That one right yeah. there. Yeah. Too late for no us more. to cry right now. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's over. <laughs> that's the one yeah. to keep that's you art. satisfied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the song. John yeah. Singleton, man, an artist, a true artist. That was yes. an art. And, and do you all remember? Um, it was Cube's first movie, and all the hoopla surrounding the fact that Cube was a rapper, not an actor, and they picked a rapper to play. You know, they could have had act an actor play this role, but it was a lot of lot of controversy about Doughboy. yeah about Cube getting the role right. as Doughboy. And what John said, the reason why he picked it, he knew Q was going to be a great actor because of his songs that he wrote told stories. Yeah. About yeah, that same yeah. No, but just yeah. stories, yeah. period. So right. he already uh-huh. saw he mm-hmm. had an eye. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm he saying? Had he, he had yeah. the vision. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. Somebody to be a go-between with the 
with the gatekeepers that believe and that's allow right. you to do it and that's comfortable right. enough to get in there. And once you get on through it, and that's what John did. That's Regain right. with the rest of them and allow him to go in there. And he saw, and look at Cube from He's that first one, filmmaker all the <laughs> way through. Yeah. And he paid it forward. Look at all the comedians Cube had put on. That's right. That the yeah. same thing John did for him. Mm-hmm. You see what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, Burn, it's Burn, yes. 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 Me. Uh, Chris, uh, Tucker. Chris Tucker, yeah. he, you know, he put all of us on. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Yes, yeah, he put everybody right. on. That's right. You know that's what I right. mean? He's the same right. way. Yeah. Yeah. West yeah. Side. Wow. <laughs> West yeah. Side? I mean, Man. you know, just think about John Singleton. I, I mean, all the stuff History. that he did. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Too wow. soon. Too yep. soon. For too sure. Soon. Yeah, that's Way what Samuel soon. L. Jackson said. You're absolutely right. Too soon. Yeah, you at only 51 years old. Oh. Yeah. And, and like his family is saying, um, you know, he suffered or he had high blood pressure, you know, for a, a great majority of his life. So please, you know, guys, go get checked. Please. And follow your doctor's yes. advice and mm-hmm. and Order take your sense. medication. Mm-hmm. That's the key, mm-hmm. man. Take mm-hmm. your meds. Yeah. Take your meds. Yeah. Yep. You know how many people right got now. it on their nightstand? They don't want to take their medicine. That's crazy. Yeah. I yeah. take mine. Yeah. Oh, man. In front of strangers. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going <laughs> to. Chick's we're gonna... like, what them pills you taking? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to switch gears here. Coming up at the top of the hour, Quake. Uh, You're going to join Junior and Tommy. You guys all are going to talk about the NBA, the playoffs, right after this. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. As promised, you guys are going to talk sports for us. But, Quake, before we get into the NBA stuff, tell us where people can come and see you. Well, I'm going to uh, Mississippi Monica hometown, Jackson, Mississippi, May 10th and 11th. That'll be at Johnny T's. I'll be in Mobile, Alabama on May 12th. That's Festival of Labs. Got my girl Samoy and Mark Curry, Joy Wise, Earthquake, and Beauty. And as always, in the tri-state area of New York, please, in June, Quake's Father Day Jam, and this time I got a friend of the family that's going to headline my five years, Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, yeah. The Dion, yes, Dion Coles, Chico oh. Bean. It's going to be there two shows, one at the MJ Pack and the Brooklyn's King Theater. That's Father Days because they never show no respect for fathers, and I've been doing this for five years, oh, wow. showing that black fathers matter and to make people come out there and show some appreciation. We don't want no ties. We don't want none of that. <laughs> tired of this with this cologne. Some brute. Yeah, brute. Don't even look. Right. Father's Day, boy, you can eat anyway. Mother Day, you can't get in a restaurant. <laughs> well, we carry the babies, Quake. Well, I mean, right. I'm not knocking yours, but oh, can no. we get something? So I'm in mean, father right, something. When something go wrong, we his father. Where daddy? We're the father. <laughs> yeah. Even when a brother do it. good in, in, on a football team. Hi, mom. It's father. <laughs> Father, the one been out there on practice with him, throwing a ball, hunting everything. So yes, Father Day show. So That's true. what we do. I love that. Yes, I love, that. I love black fathers. Yeah, best right. job in the world. Well, let's get into it, guys. Take it away. All right. Well, come on with y'all, Houston. Come on with wait, the wait Rockets. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come Just on. make this announcement first. Come first on. of all, uh, you know we want to give a shout out to uh, the 76ers. They did win. Uh, yep. Last night they yes, did. They, they, they beat they the Raptors ninety four eighty nine. It's yeah. tied at one one. No, let's not. We ain't kidding about nothing. I'm wait here. Minute. I want to hear about y'all crybabies. Wait a who? Who? Because boy, I swear y'all right up there. We've been robbed. 
We was robbed. No, Gay Wood can't sit up here and tell me what Rob Quake. You saw that. what the referees was doing, man, on Sunday. Your best player electric slides every night. I mean, he steps all the way back. He stepped all the way back one time and took a shot. He was in the concession stand. I was like, shouldn't you be on the court? Hey, oh, yeah. man, Euro step my butt. He need to stay there, man. Come on, man. Quick, you right, didn't man. see them files, man. No. Why you didn't see them? Because you, Stevie Wonder is my uncle. You see, <laughs> the rules state. <laughs> rules state you got to get a shooter a it's safe a, place to land. You can't be I, hitting him when he in the I, air. See, that's Clay like, Thompson that's, is, that's, is Clay Thompson is steady doing it, man. He's let, steady doing it. Ain't nobody steady doing it. Let's stop. Y'all already come in. Houston, I love H-Town. I, I can't believe there. you signed but with the light skin. I mean, because, uh, man, no, because KD is from D.C. and he's dark as me, okay? So that's why you, you understand. Okay. You understand? And he killing y'all. Well, he ain't killing y'all. Who he ain't killing? I think tonight he's going to put up 800 points. <laughs> He can't. 800. He ain't putting up no damn 800. He going to put up 800. He ain't putting up 30. Man, 800. He ain't putting up 30. He ain't putting up there. How much you want back that Maserati? Let me get that Maserati. Tommy, hush. Hush now. We ain't going to do him like that. Yeah. He's 30. I said 800. I said 800. He's 800. Going up, them boys from Oakland going up 2-0, coming down to H-Town. How much you got? Man, are you going to sit up here and try to bet me? And shout ass? out to Uncle Steve. I know he needed the day off because he don't get to see no more playoffs because <laughs> <laughs> them Cavs. My little king has a dream be a again before they the come back. They asked me to play when I was in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> but this is probably the most exciting series we do have in the NBA playoffs. This, 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 this is the State. championship. This, this, yes, it this, is. This yeah. is probably the best exciting one. I do appreciate the artistry of Kevin Durant, man. The way he, how easy he makes it. Oh, he bought man. He's 6'11". No, he's, he's seven foot. Let's go and just give himself. He's 6'15". That's what he is. 6'15". I like that. like time. <laughs> he got an outside game, mid-range game, post-up. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yes. You can't stop him. No. So you got to give me where well, you got to lock him down. And you got to stop Clay and Steph. Can't stop them but, but, you, but they, but, see, that's what you have no, to he, do. But he your man, DC, he from DC like you? Yes, he is. And another thing, so do they do they not edge y'all up over there? Do, why, why don't worry about it. We going to war. That's what's wrong with you. <laughs> I know you ain't talking with the dude that got the beard in there. I seen a, a bird come out there. <laughs> you say you what? Yeah, I seen a bird come out there. He had a nest in here. His heart in there. It was a shame. I looked at him and said, "That's the dude who robbed me." Okay, <laughs> yeah. all kinds of evidence. Yeah, all in there. <laughs> Stepping on that dribble 1,500 times, didn't take a shot, and didn't want to take a foul. Come on, man. Quick, what's your prediction? East and West. Golden State and Boston. Mm. Golden no, State and Boston. Ain't no Atacumpo or no. No, no. No, no. no Philly? No, 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 no. Neither one of those. Now, I can do it. Brothers can't pronounce their name. can't say his name. So it ain't good for the sport. Yeah, it ain't good. Plus, he ain't got no help. good for the sport. Ain't good for the sport if the brothers can't say your name. Yeah. They just say the Greek. Everybody say everybody. Every champion, they say John. Yeah. Durant. The whole time. The Greek is cold, though. Yeah, he is. But he need a jumper. He'll figure it out. But he's early in his career. He'll figure it out. Okay, that's why he's going home early. Yeah. He's going to be early in his career. He, he do need a jumper. That's why he's going home. You can't get to that hole in the playoffs. And there's only one black man to stay in Milwaukee. He had to be from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. That's the only, <laughs> only way. <laughs> Ain't only no one black man. man, black man going to stay in there. In Milwaukee. All is cold. Oh. 
Ain't no way you won't stay in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You going in, you just tell other black people, that you know y'all free. There's no reason for y'all to stay here. This is all, all this is God. Leave. You are free. Ain't nothing in Milwaukee. It's not. Cold in Milwaukee. Oh. No, it's got to be cold. Oh. It's cold. Oh, it's cold. It's colder than it, Chicago. I'm from down I, there. Born and raised and grew yeah, up in Chicago. It's colder than Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Milwaukee? Yeah. It ain't, it ain't nothing to do in Milwaukee. Everything no, closed at 759. I didn't think it colder than Chicago. 7.59. And my man say to drink, huh? You can't drink that much. <laughs> That's it's, Milwaukee. No, in Milwaukee, it's terrible. <laughs> You sit down there and you see black people say, ah, I know why you here. You done snitched on people in Chicago. You in the, <laughs> you in the, you in the, witness, you in the witness protection program. You done messed around and snitched and they done relocated you here. That's the only reason why black people in Milwaukee. That's the people that done snitched on them gangs in, Mo- in Chicago. What black man you know named Swartz? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a shame. I know they relocated you. With they got that crazy time. police officer down there in Milwaukee. Oh, What's yeah. His name? Hey, that sheriff, uh, Mr. Oh, yeah. Trump. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even better deal with him. I'm telling you. No. I go up there and perform, and I, the first time I say it, hey, y'all free. <laughs> I know that. I had both shows and everything. Who want to leave? <laughs> leave tonight. Tonight. Is, is that why Hillary didn't make it up there? No, that's what she didn't make uh-huh. it up. She needed to go up there. She lost oh, with Cassie. All right, coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show with our <laughs> special family member today, the one and only Earthquake. Yeah. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, and what seems to be becoming some sort of a tradition, another national championship-winning college team was served fast food during a visit to the White House. This time, it was the Baylor women's basketball team, which defeated uh, Notre Dame in a thrilling title game last month, like the Clemson and North Dakota State football teams earlier this year. While the Lady Bears of Baylor had a spread of McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and more to sort through, the team met with President Trump in the Oval Office late Monday afternoon. The president praised the team for its championship, the program's second and eight years and uh, was uh, presented with a Baylor number one jersey by head coach Kim Mulkey. President Trump quipped that he might give the sleeveless jersey to his wife, Melania. But, okay, but did you <laughs> did you see the picture, though? It, picture speaks volumes. Yeah. Them sisters Don't look they? like hostages. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They look like boys. <laughs> I look like they talking with their eyes. Well, all the Boy, way up here. We I, wanna... I done had black women in my presence that looked like that, and it was not yeah. pr- It was not present. I mean, okay. it was not pretty. I That's mean, that late child support look. That but, look right there. But who is the one in the pink looking up at the sky? Yeah. I love her. Lord. She's giving me uh-huh. life. Lord. She's giving me but life. Even, even the white women on the team, even them. They're they like, like whatever, <laughs> man. He looking at him like he owed him money. Go <laughs> to Steve Harvey FM on the gram. Y'all can see this picture of the Lady Bears, Baylor University. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all can see this picture we talking about. My it mama told me hilarious. not to come up here. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I didn't, if I wasn't on scholarship, is it man. <laughs> right. But I mean, what is it? You know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and you know what I think it is, Shirley. What? I don't think nobody work in the kitchen no more. I think everybody done quit. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Ain't he nobody cooking. White House chef. He doesn't have a no. chef there. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. I'm waiting for 2020. That's all I'm you waiting ready? for. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to run. But I'm telling you right now, for the I'm serious. I'm 
to beat them, you better have a message. Thank you. And a messenger. And do not take us for I'm granted this you, time. A message Our and a messenger. Matter. You're yes. right. And if you don't, he's gonna get another for mm-hmm. you. And stick. To, can you? Can we stick together? Well, I, they have to come and make sure that they, when you come to talk to us, make sure you're saying something that in, impacts our lives. Yeah. And it's just that simple. You can't sit here and eat running on about the economy. Economy, yeah, lo- unemployment might be low, mm-hmm. but it ain't a living wage. That should have showed you there because when the lockout was, 30 yeah. days or two days of not having, I mean, two checks missed, they was in uh, in the food line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that when lets the you know. Yeah, with the government shutdown, well, mm-hmm. what's good that you got a job if it ain't enough to keep you fed? That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't tell me how good the economy is if I lose one check and I'm out on the side of the street asking for some beans from a, a food shelter. Yeah. So you yeah. just got to attack it. You got to attack him on it. And this so time, I, I, and so many Americans are in that state. Quick. Yeah, I asked you earlier, and you 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 went with Biden. Now, who's the running mate with Biden? Um, the governor that should have been in Georgia. What is his name? The sister. Oh, I Stacey. Think. Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Oh, Stacey Abrams. Abrams. Yes. He needs so to sharp. get her as her vice president. I agree. And that'll work. So that would. She's that's brilliant. a guarantee. If he go get yes. Stacey Abrams. And make he her his vice president. We in there. Yeah, Go I agree ahead, with you. I That's agree. it. She could even run for president. She is yeah, so she sharp. Is, she She's on it. Yeah, she... Yeah. That's the winning ticket right there. All right, uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show with Quake yeah. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, John Singleton, the first African-American nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director whose decorated career spanned nearly three decades in Hollywood, passed away yesterday, sadly. Uh, John suffered a massive stroke just 12 days after returning from Costa Rica and experiencing uh, problems with his legs. He checked himself into the hospital, and uh, celebrities from Samuel L. Jackson, Regina King, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Will Packer, Spike Lee are just heartbroken and in mourning. Our prayers and condolences are going out to John Singleton's family. Uh, such this was a hard one right here. This was a tough one because I think yeah. he touched everyone. Mm, yes, he really he did. did. He really, really yeah, did. did. Yeah. Quake, you said you met him. You were friends. Yes, with him. we um, friends with him. And he, what he did, he came and he was the gatekeeper to bring us into Hollywood. You mm. know what I mean? He mm. put Ice Cube on. He put us on. And what best he allowed us to be us. I didn't get a chance to work with him. We said we was, but God had other plans. But. He was just a great dude, yeah. but he was yeah. quiet. Like uh, nephew Tommy said, Tommy he was very quiet. Stop smoking, yeah, yeah. But cool mm-hmm. man, very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, and you know it's so sad that um, he died from uh, what he died from, and his family was saying that he suffered from hypertension for many many years, but mm-hmm. he he kept it on the low. And what they're asking people to do, especially our black men, because it's rampant in our community. Check, get get yourself checked. Yes, you know, please. I mean, we really you know, have to take care of yes, ourselves. We, really. Yeah, we really do. And because he was so young, health as well. Fifty-one. Yeah. Got to get a physical. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason for you around here not to know the status of your health. That's right. You know, you got car insurance and you ain't got no health insurance. <laughs> right. And I, and I right. know y'all, yeah. my my uh, my brothers in my fraternity are mourning because he was a member of Kappa Alpha Psi yeah. fraternity incorporated. So I know we are definitely. We lost a good diamond. Put it that way. We call them diamonds. Mm. We have lost mm. a good diamond. Oh, wow. We ain't talk about it, but we may, y'all may have said it, but that snowfall was a cold show he had on. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we said yeah. it earlier. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Snowfall. Snowfall. I love it. God. I love that show. It's it, art. The acting that in was it, good. Yes, is unbelievable. Yes, art. The mm-hmm. un- it's unbelievable. Yeah. That's one of uh, John Singleton's shows on FX. Also, um, in other news, uh, prayer warriors, we are praying for Peebo Bryson. Uh, he's doing better, better uh, now, doctors say. Uh, Peebo was at home in his Georgia home, um, at home in Georgia, when he suffered a heart attack. Uh, this also happened yesterday. This is according to TMZ. His family and medical team are optimistic, though. He will make a speedy recovery. And uh, it makes us think when Peebo was here right. not too long ago, a few months ago, yes. he was in the studio with his new album with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with his brand new um, CD. So, of course, we wish him well. Um, such a legend. Uh Peebo Bryson is in the music industry. We love him. Yeah. Yeah, man. So wow. this, yeah. It, it goes back health to what we wealth, were just like saying. Said. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Quake, health is wealth. And, yes. You know, when's the last time you've been to the doctor? All I, these men on the show. That's I, the now I get a physical every year. That's my gift to myself to see the status of my health. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always go get it. A lot of brothers don't go get a uh, physical because they're afraid of what the results going to be. And I tell them. Y'all know I go. I'm paranoid. Yeah. I got to know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I know that's right. I got to go. All right, we'll be back with the last break of the day. Oh, Quake, it went so fast with you uh, here. Boy, y'all put a person out <laughs> quick in this house. I just took my shoes off. And Steve was off today, but of course, as always, he left us with some closing remarks, and we'll hear those and say goodbye to Quake right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Quake. I mean, really, this time flew by with you here. Yes, it did. I'm yeah. not even sleepy. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Steve, for letting me sit in this million-dollar seat. <laughs> no, thank you for your time. We, we appreciate you, you very man, much. You know I appreciate love y'all, man. man. We are family. Thank you, neighbor. Man, make sure y'all come see me. Uh, just hit me on my uh, Instagram at The Real Earthquake. I'm going to be in Jackson, Mississippi at Johnny T's. That's uh, May 10th and 11th. Mobile, Alabama on the 12th of May and June 15th and 16th. Tri-State Father's Day show with Cedric the Entertainer and Woo. Dion Cole. That's right. Father's Day. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. Hit me up at the real earthquake, and um, ain't nothing y'all can do about it. I'm coming back. <laughs> For sure. I like that. I'm coming back. I love I'm you. coming back. You back I'm sliding over here. All right. As usual, uh, when Steve's not here, he always leaves us with some inspiring words. You know yes. how that goes, yes. Quake. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's get into these closing remarks from the one and only. He'll be back tomorrow, Steve Harvey. Yes. I, I just want to encourage people to do something really, really simple today. And I think this is something that most people would agree to want. It's really this simple. Everybody should want more for your life. I'm talking about your life right there, the one that you have. You should want more for your life. You should never allow yourself to become complacent. Now, I want you to understand something. Some people get complacency confused with they don't want to seem ungrateful once again some people get complacency confused with not wanting to appear ungrateful well i don't want to keep asking god for nothing because i don't want him to think i ain't grateful for what i what i have well thank him for it then that's really simple simply thank god for what you have that's the gratitude but then it's still okay to want more for your life. Here's the good news. 
God actually wants you to have more for your life. God is really looking for people to show off. He really is. I happen to raise my hand all the time and volunteer. I do. I just say, God, pick, pick me. Come on, do me. Use me. Show me. Now, that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm far from it. But I do want God's blessings to be able to flow through me. So I keep an open channel in my life for that stuff to flow through. First of all, I want more. That's the beginning of getting it. Then I have the good sense to ask him for more. You have not because you ask not. Well, I happen to be a big asker of stuff. So now I want more. I ask for more. Now here's the trick to asking for more and wanting more. You have got to be willing to do more. Uh-oh. Now you got to do more. Now, that's the one thing that stops so many people from having and wanting more for their life. If God will give you blessings and God will increase your measure in life, if God comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly, if he's promised to do that for you, and what you have to do in return is you have to be willing to do more. See, you you, you can't get more without doing more. Mm. Convenience is built through inconvenience. You can stop wanting what you see everybody else with, and you ain't willing to do what everybody else did to get it. Quit looking at Oprah's pile over there if you ain't willing to do what Oprah did, which the average person is not. Because the average person wants to be comfortable. And you can't be successful and stay comfortable. I was interviewing a wrestler on my show yesterday, uh, Dave Batista. Great story, man. This cat was really out of it. Really, really fascinating story he had. And we were talking, and he was talking about living outside your comfort zone. And I told him one of the things that I've had to learn how to do in order to become successful is I've had to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. He said, wow, wow, that's a great way to put it, Steve. I have learned how to be comfortable while I'm uncomfortable. Because in order to get successful, you have to be uncomfortable. You have to do things that you don't feel like doing all the time. You have to show up when you don't want to show up. You have to be there when you feel like being somewhere else. You have to say yes a lot of times when you really want to just say no. That's where you at, man. That's how you become successful. But you can't keep asking God for more and you ain't willing to do more. It doesn't make any sense. It cannot happen that way, folks. So come on, I want you to want more for your life. But there's a scripture that, that backs that up too. It said, to whom much is given, much is required. Now, if you don't want the requirements, then he gonna have to pull up on the giving. Mm. 
But if you want the giving, know that here come the requirements. Do not be the one who blocks your own blessing. Want more for your life and be willing to do the things to accept and receive more. Drop it. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 